this lights out and away we go welcome to an american's guide to formula one now let's start the show Let's start the show indeed. I'm so excited to start this new episode of An American's Guide to Formula One. I have a very special guest with me on the episode today, my friend M, who was actually at the U.S. Grand Prix, so we're going to get to chat more about that in detail. Uh, welcome to American's Guide to Formula One, M. Thank you. So glad to be here. I'm so stoked. Um, more on, I'm so excited to talk to you about the U.S. Grand Prix. I'm so <laughs> jealous that you were there what a race. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to get into it. But, um, I just wanted to, uh, start off with a couple, like just some basic questions, kind of get to know you or, well, I guess, how do I know you? Uh, we used to work, we, I still work in coffee. I just found out actually that you're no longer in coffee way to escape. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, that's how we know each other is over the bar, over the coffee bar. Correct. Yeah, through uh, Colorado coffee scene, I guess the, the Denver coffee scene, the the bustling, jam packed coffee scene. It's true. And now, <laughs> and now we have Formula One to talk about. So we're exactly. we're moving right along. I uh, the last time you were in town, I was like, oh my gosh, because I saw that you watched Formula One as well, and I was like, oh my gosh, a fellow nerd, a fellow nerd, I can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said I never. Un- Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just—it's become my favorite little pastime. Oh my gosh, it is <laughs> obviously I like it if I'm willing to do like work <laughs> about it yeah. too. But um, it's so it's so easy when you're so into it. But I've said I've always said like I've never understood soccer players more than like after getting into Formula One, where you're like, oh my god, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like I was in I was in Aspen this summer and I saw a guy wearing a Mercedes shoe, uh, like team jersey and we talked for like 20 minutes it's really cool yeah it's like such a good like bonding thing so um jumping right in how did you so how did you get into formula one um i i'm pretty new yeah um i feel like i got into it right before the season started oh wow Um, yeah this was like a 2020 thing that um Becky, my friend, and I actually were just, like, sitting at a coffee shop, and <laughs> we were, like, just, I don't know. We were talking about obscure sports that we should get into because, I don't know, like, football and baseball, and like, just, like, things I don't personally, I have never been able to get into, but I Same. do really enjoy yelling at TVs. Like, it's, I can get into a sports game just for the fun of like getting really into something but like as a sport I didn't really want to follow anything else and so we talked about Formula One um and we both just kind of made a pact to do it um her brother was already into it and so he kind of like became our knowledge person awesome um yeah and I don't know I mean my parents both were like, have you watched Drive to Survive? <laughs> so awesome. that was kind of uh, definitely like a good way, I think, for people to get into it. Oh, totally. Um, totally. Like I, it's, yeah. it's such a nice little dose of, or like, a, I don't know, you get like a taste of drama and then you get starting, like you start to get attached to 
yeah all of the drivers and it combines America's two favorite things reality TV and sports exactly yes I don't know who I uh, I heard somebody else say that recently and I I wish I could remember to actively quote them but whoever said <laughs> that, that's perfect yeah yeah so, it's um it's good yeah have you watched <laughs> so you've watched all three seasons then Yep, watched all three seasons of that, and then it was fun. You know, I I have my Formula One TV subscription now, so I get the all the games. Actual all the, F- the F1 TV. Yes, it's so worth it. I'm not it's a sponsor. A, it's a nine bucks a month. I'm yeah. like, yeah, sure. It's so. I just I was like preparing to like because I was like, oh man, it actually has been a while since I watched the U.S. Grand Prix, and they have this. I haven't gone back. I haven't watched any highlights on there. I usually just look on YouTube. But they have mm-hmm. this they have this thing called the race in thirty, and it's so awesome. I highly it's, recommend it if you if for oh any yeah. of you have no, that one. Th- um, <laughs> I love watching it, and they have all the like drivers' cams that you can watch. Oh yeah, watch. oh yeah. It's so good. The only thing I don't like about that that keeps me from doing it more is that you lose Crofty and Brundle, whoever the main um, announcers are for that week. You lose them, and it's like its own commentary. Totally. That's the only yeah. thing I don't like. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is your first season watching uh, or like following the sport then? Yeah, correct. What a season you picked. Exactly. That's wow. what I think. And or, I mean, or maybe you are the like reason the, it's so good. You, all these new fans coming. like the, I like to think so. Yeah. It, it, maybe it's just this <laughs> mutual thing. It's like this perfect storm. Um, they knew. They so, wanted to put on a show for me. For just for you, Em. <laughs> um so do you have a favorite team slash driver yet? Um, oh yeah, definitely. I don't know if I could pick a singular favorite driver. Um as a team. I mean, I have to go with McLaren. Oh really? Just, yeah. What is there a reason why you pick McLaren? I think between the two drivers, like to me, they operate the most as a team. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I think, like, I had to get used to in the sport. It's like we have two drivers that are ultimately on the same team, but they're still competing against one another. And you have to make so many decisions around, like, then the bigger team of, like, winning a constructor championship and who will ultimately score you the most points to get that. I don't know. That's fascinating to me. But Daniel Ricardo, such a charmer. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> their principal is awesome. Um, and Lando, I'm really excited to see what Lando does in the next few years. I I I is, I would say as a as a team, like okay, my my personal favorite driver, I made no, um, I don't shy away from it is Botas, and oh yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. There's some, I've, I've liked him ever since he was racing at Williams. Like I just, I was like so pumped when he got the Merc drive. Um, he's like, he owns a coffee roaster in Finland. Um, he rides bicycles and he races F1 and I'm just like, you're like my favorite guy. Um, but, and then easily going down. I mean, I love Hamilton, but he's not one of my favorites. I just, I mean, I just think he's the best. Um, but it would be quickly Ricardo. Like Ricardo is actually the only driver who I've actually bought merch from though. Uh, I have a pair of Daniel Ricardo socks. 
Shout out Daniel. They're awesome. And then <laughs> Norris, I just think he's so, f- like, he's been so funny and fun and, like, of the young, like, newer class of drivers coming up, he's by far my favorite. Um, yeah. I really like uh, Russell. I think Russell's pretty awesome as well, and Gasly's great. I mean, we're just it's such an exciting time for the sport. But I, I think as a team, McLaren, like, those two drivers, like, as, a, as the team that makes up the team, by far and away my favorite. So I totally agree with you on the McLaren. Um, so I guess those are your, probably your favorite drivers then as well. You know, I mean, I'm a big Hamilton fan. Um, yeah, I don't know if I could put a singular favorite driver on there. Um, I can tell you that I just don't like Verstappen. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> cool. only... Me too. For I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I hate saying that. Like, I don't not like him. But he he kind of seems like a cyborg to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I don't know. They, you know, they have screens all around at the races um, yeah. to kind of keep you entertained while you're inevitably waiting for hours for sure. just to watch the race. But um, they have all the driver interviews and they ask him like silly questions um, and they all individually answer. And it's such a fun way to see all their personalities. But Max, like everything everything goes back to racing and it makes sense why he's so talented and so good. It's because it's like, it truly seems like this is his life and it is all that he wants in his life. I don't know. Like so many of the other players, I mean, Hamilton is a great example of this is like much more rounded as a human and not just like a formula one racer, but he has this answer. What do you do when you go home? from like a long day of training or whatever and most of them are like oh like see my kids or like have a glass of wine or <laughs> whatever and he was like i get right back on the simulator <laughs> like, I get home and i just <laughs> drive more yeah i mean did you you know his dad was a racer as well right yeah that's yeah i had i had to bring that up because if my dad was here my dad's usually on the podcast as well but like, he's the reason I'm into the sport. And one of the things I remember from my childhood is because his dad's name was Yaz Verstappen. And right. my dad. It's like J-O-S, right? Yeah. And my dad would always, like, <laughs> irritate my mom. with Like, he would, like, peel out or something and drive really fast. And my mom would be like, Tim, stop. And he'd be like, I'm Yaz Verstappen. Like, he, it was, like, his favorite. <laughs> he wasn't a – Max is way better of a driver than he ever was. Like, I think his first season he won more races than Yaz did in his whole career. But um, he had one of the best names in racing. Yeah. One of those old school Formula One names. like, And so that it was kind of cool when Max, I was like, oh, this could be cool. Hopefully he's cool. And he just was too good, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like him because he's, he's like so good too. But Yes, I think there is that element. But I mean, I don't know. There's got to be a villain, you know, right? Well, yeah. And I thought, I don't know, for me, I was like, He's the villain, right? But just being at the race, it's so much, it's so funny getting like a pulse on a crowd because there are not a lot of Hamilton fans here. Yeah, I wonder Uh, if that's because he's British. Yeah, so you're going to root for the guy from the Netherlands? I guess. I don't don't know. They probably don't. Most most Americans, we probably don't even know where the Netherlands are. We can barely pick out our states on a map, let alone like other countries. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if that's it. I mean, there's 
Yeah. It is. It does say something about Lewis Hamilton that he is going for the world, like the record of the most world championships, and where most people are still. I feel. Well, I don't know if most people. I most people I talk to, especially here in the states, are rooting for Lewis. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No. I mean, that was just not with the race. Like everybody was, there was like actively. Like there were people booing Lewis when he would go by. Really, but yeah. ultimately, like every, a sea of Max fans. Yeah, I think I see you do. You have seen a lot of orange. You do see a lot of orange at the. A races. lot of orange. Well, and to I bet be there was fair, quite a bit of Perez fans. I saw that there on was, TV too. There was a fair amount of Perez fans, but I will say that the sea of orange was partially, it was kind of hard to tell because there was a lot of McLaren fans there too. Yeah. And so you kind of had to look at the shade of the orange. Yeah. Are you papaya or are you orange? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I do know, and we'll briefly touch on it, like that there was quite a bit of like some like racist stuff coming out against Lewis too. And I, I really hope that that wasn't part of it too. But I unfortunately wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. I mean, it's always tough to say what the the root cause of something is. But I think to actively, uh, to actively root against somebody that is undoubtedly the best in the sport and, and has... And, like, saved the sport? Like... That has saved the sport, that is actively doing work to make the sport more diverse and just overall better he's I to mean, root against yeah. something like that just doesn't doesn't sound good not only i mean lewis hamilton i like him on so many levels like i like him as a driver i think that's undeniably i think he's he is undeniably one of the greatest if not the greatest formula driver of all time but his fashion stuff is super cool. He's brought so many more eyes to the sport because he's like friends with Justin Bieber and all these still celebrities and, you know, does a Grand Prix and then flies to the Met Gala and like is promoting diversity and trying to like upward mobile, like push diversity and upward mobility in the sport and inclusivity for not only, you know, like black and brown and everything, but like um, women and just more open, more inclusive. He's also championing the um, the longevity of the sport by increasing its, you know, like decreasing its carbon footprint, and he's been a huge champion of that. So, like, he has done so much for the sport. It's just – it is kind of weird that he's not seen as the juggernaut villain, like, that needs to be taken down, but he's this, like, still the, ch- the people's champion, you know? Yeah. I I, I love him. I respect the the hell out of me him. Me too. Um, yeah, I'm like even if you don't love him, you just you have to respect him. Have to, have to. Uh, yeah, he's it's undeniable. It's undeniable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I don't know if you had somebody that was on the brink of basically breaking this record. What I don't know. To me, why wouldn't you root for that? How cool is that? Why would you root against especially? somebody being? Would be greatest of all time to take it away from Schumacher. I've never been a big Schumacher fan, and <laughs> just I'm, I'm, I'd be so happy to see that record breaking. Yeah, and, and I mean, he's going. It is. Uh, it's. It looks pretty likely that Max is going to break that record if he can maintain a first place car. 
totally. I mean, he's well ahead of Lewis on like Lewis's pace. Yeah, so. no, I have no doubt. It, well, it's it's exciting, but I mean, but then there is a lot of young like talent that we haven't seen in a direct comparison to. We haven't seen Leclerc, you know, get to outright race Max, or we haven't got to see Norris or or um, uh, Russell. You know, there's a lot of other people that are could be as equally good as um, Max, or at least on like closer level. They just don't. They've been in cars that don't that don't show that, right? So yeah. Well, let's let's you get know. into talking about what everybody wants us to talk about, um, and that's mm-hmm. the actual U.S. Grand Prix. What a race! How much fun what must that race. have been? So much fun! It was crazy. This was your first uh, Grand Prix, like going to a Grand Prix, right? Oh yeah. Oh my god! First year, first season watching, and I'm going to a Grand Prix. That's amazing. You're you're so much better at being a Formula One fan than me already. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I had the advantage of uh, being in Austin. How far away is it from, like, Uh, the city? It's truly not far. It's, like, maybe 15 minutes. Nice. Yeah. Was the traffic just hellish, though? Oh, it was insane. Does the city – I've heard the city kind of embraces it. Does the city, like, like hate it or kind of celebrate it and do a lot of stuff for it or – They really like it, I think. And I think it's – it, it brings so much revenue into the city just business-wise yeah. um, that it, it makes it hard to dislike, I suppose. Yeah. Every, like, every single Airbnb and every single hotel is just, like, sold out. And that, I'm sure, if you're not into Formula One, that would probably be annoying. But we also, this is a town that has South by Southwest and yeah. ACL and all of those things. It's like... I think they're used to it at this point yeah. to have these big events. It's a it's a party town for sure. It always it's a has party been. Town. <laughs> I know, I know, because I follow or I like follow uh, Ricardo on Instagram and listen to his like, oh, yeah, a lot of his. He loves Austin. Yeah, um, it seems like this is one of his favorite places. I, th- I I also listen to the race. I don't know if you listen to the race. It's a podcast, and they have like a YouTube channel. If you don't, know sometimes. How to have not recently. They all really loved it too. Like they're like, it's one of the best events. We love going to Austin. Austin's such a great city. And I was like, dang, because I mean, I mean, Austin has been on the rise in America. Like people are like talking more about Austin, but it's never been like a. In my opinion, I wouldn't like if I was coming from Europe. It wouldn't be like let's go to Texas. You know, <laughs> like that seems like yeah. an odd. Um, but I I haven't been to Austin since I was in high school. So, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's changed a ton. Probably a lot. I really want to go. I think yeah, I think cool. Coda is one of the. I've always liked the circuit. I've always thought it's like a cool track, um, and like it's, and I, I mean this established it as like one of the racing events to go to. It's the it was the highest turnout in this season, um, mm-hmm. and it was it's the highest ever turnout in of a U.S. Grand Prix ever. Too. It was over. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was over four hundred thousand people for over the weekend were at the event, which is just wow. bonkers. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they had like they had like one hundred and thirty thousand on qualifying too. It was like crazy. Did yeah, spe- it was- <laughs> speaking of qualifying, did you have tickets to any of the other days or just the race? No, I had a three day pass. Oh right, uh, and so we went. I mean, we went. 
Friday to just kind of scout it out because um, we have general admission tickets. And so we just, like, we went in late, watched a practice session, mostly just, like, kind of walked the track awesome. um, to figure out where we wanted to be for quals if we got there in time and definitely for the race. So um, with general admission tickets, are there, like, designated sections in different parts of the track that you can stand in? Yeah, and they're usually, like, any part of the track usually has some general admission area mm-hmm. around it or near it. Um, so we were in between uh, turn, I think, 17 and 18. Oh, awesome. Um, so right towards the end, nice little, like, straight away, and then they turn, and then they turn again, and you go into the pit and, or hit the final stretch. Nice. Um, so it was a good little viewpoint. Um, but yeah, there was like, there's plenty of places to sit. I feel like uh, turn one was the closest to the entrance. And so, yeah. it, and also it was the big hill. Yeah. Um, is it, which is it, where all the couple fans ended up going. Is it bigger? Like, it does it look bigger in person? Like, more stuff? Yeah, it's crazy. I think I just, they go so fast, and when you have, like, the aerial view watching on TV, so much, I don't know, you forget that those tracks are incredibly huge. Yeah. <laughs> and that hill is insane. Yeah. Like, it is up, I don't know, it was not the place I wanted to be, partially because the large crowd and... Yeah. Second, I don't, I don't want to see them go uphill. That's, that's the slower part. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> That's awesome. And did you, so you were like were actually sitting in seats or did you bring your own chairs? Were you like on the grass or? We brought her. I mean, for practice, we just went. We didn't bring anything. Yeah. Went live. Um, and then the second, the calls and the race, we brought chairs for. What an awesome and that was qualifying cool. session, by the way, too. Yeah, it was so much fun. I, I just, um, I. Have those... Go ahead, sorry. No, go for it. <laughs> Um, they have the like women's races going on too, and um, Formula Four. Oh yeah, races, which were fun. Those were just kind of like what they did in between. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's I've I've been meaning to get into some at least F, like uh, Formula Two because it's like yeah, so many of the, like it would be it would be cooler to see the the next crop as they're kind of coming up, um, which is just something I've. But then I'm also like, when am I going to do that? I barely have enough time to watch Formula One and, like, do this. So it's like, how do these, like, the diehard, diehard fans, they're like, oh, yeah, I've been watching him since karting. And I was like, you've been watching karting this whole time too? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, so you did practice. You watched some of the free practice stuff, the other events. Qualifying was amazing. That must have been – it must have been so loud when – during like uh, Q three, it was like um, when it was like Botas took po- like was on provisional pole. Then, oh yeah. Then it was what? Then it was like uh, then or well, Ham set the I fastest think lap. Hamilton then, got it then, per second. Yeah. Then Botas, and then Perez, or then Verstappen, and then Perez went faster than Verstappen, and so they all had <laughs> to go again. That must have you must have been able to hear that in Austin. Oh yeah. It was crazy. People were screaming. I mean, I feel like there was more 
energy maybe right then than the actual race by the end of it. Um, I I'm so. Do you usually watch qualifying or? Um, it depends. Like I love watching the sprints. Um, yeah. most of the time it just doesn't work for my schedule, and then yeah. I kind of forget to go back. Um, I, and I have a really hard time with spoilers, which yeah. I'm on Instagram, fortunately, too I know. much. I just have to, like, I just don't go on it, and it's so hard. Yeah, and so if I open it, and I know who's on poll, then I'm like, hmm, well, I don't want to watch it. I don't need yeah. to watch it. I get the gist. There's been some amazing qualifying sessions this year alone, and that, to be at, I think, one of the better ones, too, must have just been awesome. It was so much fun. It is kind of yeah. cool to see, like, that there is such a difference in their pace versus qualifying to the race. And, like, it does. Yeah. Well, and just, like, the sounds of their cars is so much different. Yeah. And you can just, like, hear the difference between, like, a top-tier car and, like, I don't know, like a Williams car. Yeah. And the Red Bull literally just, like, just does not sound the same. Really? There's a big enough difference between those, the, like, the back markers in the front of the field? Yeah, yeah. Is there a difference? Could you tell a difference between, like, say, like, a the McLaren and the, like, Red Bull or, or Mercedes? Um, maybe. Hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't hear that much distinction between those two, but. I think definitely from, like, Williams or the Haas, I think they are, like, literally, like, two-year-old cars at this point yeah too yeah so um did you did you like the sound was it like way too loud did you have to like wear earplugs no every i mean everyone was like oh you should bring earplugs but yeah. it really wasn't that bad i mean it was loud but it wasn't the track i think is like far enough in that you aren't like blast up again yeah exactly but do you um, are, do you like the way the cars sound? Do you are you do, do you yeah. do you? I guess you. This is your first season, so you never heard like. Have you gone back and listened to like what V8s and V10s and V12s yeah. sound like? Yeah. Do you prefer With, those sounds more? No, I love the sound of the of the Formula One cars. V6, really? You're like that's crazy to me. I feel like yeah. Really... I mean, it's all like it's totally. I don't know. It was. It's also new that I just like was so taken with everything like as a sensory experience yeah yeah i i would say v10s are my favorite era like they're <laughs> i just love that scream but i also could see that like i've i was actually just recently list like talking to my dad about this and i was like i think now the v6s sound pretty good like it's just not as high pitched but i think i think some of that's going to get better with the next season's cars when they take the MGUH out, I think that because that's because it's capturing gases from the exhaust. Right. I think yeah. that's kind of that, and they actually are are lower revving cars too than in previous years. So, um, but I, I, it was actually like the one of the very first, like it was, uh, it would have been like the 2014 or 15 cars. They had these really really good like downshifts that sounded like laser guns. Those I really like too. That you did, you didn't get into that, but it's cool to hear that. Like uh, that, it's not like blaringly loud, but it's still like I can't like vibrations must be amazing. Or like, can you feel yeah. the wind from them? You can feel the wind a little bit. That's it depends on how many cars are going by at once, though. Yeah. I think because um, it was just one, and you know, they get 
so spread out yeah during the race that i always especially that race my God. yeah especially that race. That, <laughs> if you ever wanted a demonstration of just how other level max and uh lewis are that was like a race to demonstrate it. That was a good one. <laughs> like, I think they lapped everybody to like f- almost like fourth place. I think. Yeah. Um, the other thing that everybody says when they actually go to an event versus like seeing it on TV is that like the TV really just does not do the agility and the speed justice. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Watching them just turn, like the way those cars move just seeing it at eye level i guess yeah versus like watching it from that aerial view yeah crazy i don't know um yeah like it's like oh there they go there they are they're like yeah i just they just (laughs) there's i I was shocked (laughs) you were shocked like it was it was that shocking yeah Well, well and I don't know, like, you just, watching them go so fast and then have to, like, break, turn, and just speed right back up again is exactly, I mean, that's what racing is, right? Like, yeah. But seeing it close, I was like, oh, my God. Like, trying to get, I don't know, I felt, I was like, I'm going to get something cool for my Instagram or, like, yeah. something. But every time I tried to take a video of it, it's just, like, gone in a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those, like, if, like, a, a full-on hybrid HD, like, racing camera can't pick it up. Very yeah, it's like, exactly. I'm going to get it with my iPhone. <laughs> I think they might have a better camera than I do. Uh, just a little bit. I mean, the iPhone 14 <laughs> might be there, though. We'll see. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, it does, I, I would also imagine that it would, like, help convey the physicality of the sport more too like you're like there's a person doing that like yeah because <laughs> i that's the other thing I, I i can't get i still like i mean i've been watching and been a fan for like t- over 10 years now and I, it's still like every time i let myself like picture it like i'm just like how do they do it like the 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 physical distress of my on your body must just be overwhelming and then like if all I have to like compare that to is just what I've seen on TV. Like seeing it in person must like really ground that, like those feelings. Like, cause your body can like, you know, like visualize better, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and you heard what happened to Checo. Yes. Oh, Where, like, yeah. Oh. I just took a water, a drink of water. How dare you? Poor Perez. Yeah. After lap one, he had no water. And I guess, he was not feeling well too. Like when he got up, he was like kind of feeling sick already. But yeah, I mean, well, it was hot here. It yeah. was like ninety degrees. They, I was that was actually something I was going to ask you about because they did. I was listening. I was like, watch the race recap, and they said that it's like the hottest track temp ta- uh, track temps they've ever had at at Coda. So yeah, I mean that makes sense. And you know, mind you, <laughs> October. I was like, this yeah. is not well. We. Has it been hot there this fall and stuff? Yeah. Cause it's it's been, always hot here, but that yeah. was exceptional. I mean, here too, it's like it's it's just now started getting down into like the 50s and 60s in the day. We've had – we had it was like 80 de- – it was like 80 degrees last week in Denver. It's oh insane. Um, yeah. But, um, okay, cool. So on race day, you guys were at the um, – that seventeen eighteen area again, mm-hmm. or did you do somewhere else different for the race? 
No, we did. We stuck with that. It was good. We got there at gate opening, which was at like eight thirty awesome. in the morning, and the line was already crazy. Um, we splurged on some like, you know, non coda sponsored parking. It was just like a lot of somebody's house, like right oh, across. I've heard people do that, like, because there's like a lot of people have like farms and stuff out there, and they're just yeah, like, park it's here. All, like <laughs> yeah, and it rocks. I mean, so we had a parking pass, and it was out in this lot that you had to take like a shuttle to, and it was fine when you weren't in a rush but when you're trying to get good seats you're like yeah. whatever and so we paid these guys and i'm so thankful we did because getting out of there was crazy for people on race day i can't imagine because like the the closest thing i could compare to here in denver would be like going to a red rock show and that's 10, yeah ten thousand people this is yeah. i think they at race day there was a hundred and forty thousand people forty that's what i heard too yeah that's Can you just, imagine all of them mass exiting. It's that's how it was. I'm, that's I'm pretty sure that's that's like Invesco Field, uh, mm-hmm. and the Pepsi Center and Red Rocks all letting out at the same. <laughs> Denver would just yeah. crumble. Like it would just exi- it would just blow up. I feel like the amount of road yeah. rage incidences that would happen in Denver would be like the national guard <laughs> would get called in. I feel. Like. <laughs> Oh uh, man, yeah. So we we got there and we just camped out. And if we, you know, I think there was four of us, five of us. So we just kind of spread out and watched. Just we felt like we got engulfed by the time maybe like eleven o'clock rolled around. Yeah, we couldn't really move from our seats after that, and we just had to hang out, which was good. And then we had to good view. There's uh was it was it relatively affordable or i've heard some i've heard austin's pretty reasonable yeah austin's pretty reasonable i mean i'm sure i don't i don't even want to know what like Airbnb prices were like or hotels were oh, yeah i'm sure they were crazy and also booked so far in advance oh. um i actually when my cousin actually came down and had everything booked and ready to go like months in advance and this airbnb turns out to be a, like a scam oh my god so they like find a place to stay and they ended up staying with like some i don't know distant relative oh geez. i think but crazy um so i mean i guess it could get pricey on that can you camp at the event i know some of the i've seen in some can. of the tracks that you can just like camp there yeah, and honestly, I think that's probably the way to do it if you want the most bang for your buck. Well, especially um, if you plan on, like, like indulging in libations and stuff. Exactly, totally. Like, as we, uh, we saw, that, <laughs> saw that in, in uh, uh, the Zanfot Grand Prix, Max's home Grand Prix, that was like, that must have been, I just would be like, I'm oh, not going like anywhere special. after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to... <laughs> have like an RV to camp in. That would be so fun. That would be rad. Um. Well, there that seventeen eighteen when there was some good action there. Did you you got to see any overtakes or anything right through there? I didn't get to see any overtakes. Um, like, but we got just that such a close little chase towards the last. I don't know, ten laps. Oh my gosh! It was exhilarating. I didn't. They were just. So both of them were so on that day. It was crazy. 
Um, that last two. lap, I just rewatched that. I watched the highlights just till I was like, it was fresh in my mind before we, we yeah. started recording. And the thing that I didn't see or didn't catch the first time I watched it is that um, on the second to last lap, there was Mick Schumacher was a back marker. They were lapping him again. And Max was all upset that he didn't get out of the way on that last mm-hmm. sector. But go, he was behind um, Mick on the last lap during the detection zone for the DRS for the first oh, right. straight. So he got DRS, so he right? Got, and I'm, I'm pretty sure because coming out of the last sector, Hamilton's gap was down to seven-tenths of a second. Then he, but, but he didn't get um, the DRS for some reason. Like his DRS didn't open down that main straight. And mm. all through, I feel like I feel like Red Bull was better through sector one, or at least toward the end was definitely better through sector one, because by the time he got to the detection zone for the that back, the real long back straight, um, mm-hmm. he, it was like one point one second, and so he didn't have the DRS. And I think if he would have, I think he might have pulled it off. That's crazy because he was. I feel like the Merc was better through the last sector because every lap Hamilton would gain two or three or four tenths on that back sector off of um but he did have the yeah. fresher tires. Uh, fresher tires, but I mean a mark on a straightaway is better than any car, I for think. Sure. And they've they've had that that speed advantage for w- coming up on eight years now. And it's 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 so I just I feel like the Merc is kind of is just outright faster. But the, mm-hmm. the Red Bull can be dialed into a more precise level this year, um, and it and I was listening to the race talk about it, and it they're so closely matched that it's just really comes down to the the day, um, and they they yeah. cited the high track temperatures working in favor for the Red Bull because that's that's been a downfall of the Merc all season as well. I remember back to Spain that uh, they they just struggle anytime those track temps are too hot. Um, and I think, um, that, and then not getting that DRS and the end and Max getting the DRS off of Mick are the only <laughs> thing that saved him. Uh, it's, it's so funny. So it's like, get, get this butt the, out the of chaos, the way. Yeah. The chaos that like the lower half of the grid can bring to the top is so fun to me. Like. Yuki Sonoda, the amount of times that he's just caused chaos. Oh my gosh! Just yeah, just driving around. He, it's hilarious. To I. What do you think of Yuki? Do you like him, or are you like whatever? I like him, and I like. Do I think he's a great driver? Not really. No. I, I think. I think he's. When he's when he can figure it out, when he believes in himself. I think he's gonna yeah. he's he's something to watch, um, but I really think um, his confidence got destroyed this year, and being put yeah. like, which I mean that's a huge part of of the sport. I mean the mental the mental fortitude I think is what set. I was list- Valtteri Bottas was on Beyond the Grid the the official F one podcast, yeah. and I listening to that and. He said, you know, every single person that's that's in the sport is physically able to win races. They're that good. No one gets to Formula One without being that good. 
the thing that sets people apart is the mental fortitude. He's like, look at me in Hamilton. Like, he's so much more consistent than I am. He's so much more uh, just in it. Like, he he said, he's like, the thing that sets apart me and Hamilton is that no matter what's going on in Lewis Hamilton's life and his physical health and his thing, he just he just is does he puts in the result. And he's like, whereas me, I feel like I'm I'm off. I can get I can get pushed out of my like peak performance by my mind. Um, and I was like, and he, and you see that. I, I mean, he just has demonstrated that you're like he just comes back out of nowhere or is just there even though he's behind. And that's that's why I haven't written him off yet, but I'm, it's it's not looking good. I'm, I'm starting to lose, yeah. ho- lose hope. Yeah, I'm like, are they going to drop him? I don't know. I, I'd be curious to stick around. but Oh, I mean, I think Hamilton will have a, will be at Mercedes until he decides not to. Like, I don't think... Oh, I, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I mean, Sonoda, sorry. Not. Oh, oh, Sonoda, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, no, I think Hamilton... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he's he started to like come back in the second half. He's been a much more consistent and he's being a better team player. Um yeah. I think he will def he's definitely got a, a drive for next season. I think if he has the similar a similar start to next season, there'll be some serious doubts. But I don't mm-hmm. know who else they can get. I don't know who else um like what driver unless they there's some new hot hot driver but he is supposedly a new hot driver so i think he's the, luckily the driver's market unfor, unlucky for like botas but lucky for like most everybody else that most people have a multi-year deal right now i think except for right um i think russell's the only one and then whoever like giovanazzi if if giovanazzi stays um but i think most people have at least another year um, but then yeah. that, that's also going to sh- get shaken up because I know engine regulations will change, I think, 2026. Mm-hmm. So we could have a whole new team coming to the sport um, with uh, Porsche or Audi. Um, <laughs> so that, cool. could sh- that could shake up some things too. Um, yeah. Okay, the other thing I wanted to bring up that I thought was amazing, because there, there was some really awesome midfield and backfield battling the what did you think of the ferrari mclaren battle literally this season and the the like visual representation of this season on track uh at that on lap one and and some of the lap the later laps with science as well yeah with saints and ricardo right yes but i I distinctly Uh, remember on that lap one there was max or or norris trying to go up the inside of science with Ricardo that's going right. around the outside. That's right. Oh, and that's then right. Yeah. Claire in the front. God. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, man, th- that's like one battle that has really kicked up for me. Like, I would say McLaren had such a better start of the season. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Ferrari's going to have another weird season. Yes. Again. Um, but. I feel like Lando, well, and Ricardo is just, I feel like Ricardo's performing as, as expected and Lando's kind of dropped off a little bit in the last couple of races. Yeah, they've kind of inverted. Yeah, totally. I think it, uh, ever since, it's really, I you can almost date it to, well, I know he, I mean, it was Spa, uh, he, had the, he, he had the crash at Spa. It. Yeah. And then that, that fucking rain. That 
Yeah. That I is, felt so bad. No one felt. I was gutted. Everyone me. was looking for him. I was screaming <laughs> it was so at the TV. I was just like, yeah. no. But um, he still had a remarkable season. He just, like, Botas just passed him, like, two races ago to retake third place. And, yeah. Um, I th- I really, really do hope McLaren can can stay above Ferrari. I would love to see that happen. And I do, too. Yeah. And I, I think it could. I think all it will take is just, like, Lando and Ricardo showing up on the same day, which has been an ask recently. And I feel like Saints and um, Charles are yeah. nice and consistent. And that is one thing that they feel like they have over McLaren right now. Science in particularly, like, like there's an actual question mark over who's that. I mean, I, and McLaren is definitely the golden boy there, but because he's got mm-hmm. like the longest Ferrari contract ever, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sci- how long can that maintain if Science is doing better than him? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah, you like really have to start asking questions. Um, and then the other really awesome battle that was the Giovinazzi Alonso battle. They kept. Oh, so fun. Um, Giovinazzi's um, really trying to hang on to that seat harder than I thought he was going to. Yeah, same. I feel like I'm never invested in what he's doing ever, except right? in that. Yeah, he I does, just kind of forget about them. He does win the best hair of the paddock yes. oh, by yeah. far. Yeah. He's got the, like, like, he looks like an Italian racing driver. I mean, come on. <laughs> how, exactly. How are all of them so good looking, too? I don't know. I think that's part of the criteria. It's and like, it's also part of the appeal for so many is how I lure them in. Right? I'm like, you guys, I, this is what I've been saying for over a decade. Um, it's like, it's all <laughs> about good-looking people spending a ridiculous amount of money to do something that's completely useless, for mostly. Mm-hmm. Why is this not the biggest country for Formula One? It's like everything America is. is like excess and trying to be pretty and like flying all over the world. <laughs> like it's a perfect sport for our country. And it really is. And I think we're going to see such a surge. I mean, I think, I think with we Miami. Have. We have. Yeah, I think you have. And I think it's only going to grow from here. I, I, there was a really great um, uh, race video on YouTube where they talk about Miami being confirmed and that Vegas, they're trying to get Vegas as well, that they're potentially by the end of the hybrid era, there could be three U.S. Grand Prix. God, that's awesome. And I was like, can we please pick some better places, though? I mean, I'm yeah. Miami and Vegas, I know that's like, again. Vegas would be cool, though, if it's going to be a city track. I think it could, and like, if they actually do it right. Um, they There has been, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but there was a Vegas Grand Prix in 88. I think it was 87 and 88. It's called Ooh. the Caesars Palace Grand Prix, but it was just oh in the gosh. parking lot of Caesars Palace, and it's like arguably like some of the worst Grand Prix of all time because like, it's like <laughs> basically like it's like a square oval, like it's it was a bad track and it was just like brutally hot. And there was no shade because it's just like a parking lot, literally in a giant car park. <laughs> so hopefully they can do something better. Maybe it'll be through Elon Musk's tunnels under the ground, like that they, but. That would be awesome. I've always like like we have like it would be so cool to have like I mean obviously a Colorado like I, I think it would be nowhere ev- there's always a city track but why not a, like a, a rural track like everybody does cities but we could be like they could do one in Colorado and it could be like the spa of of the U S like 
some sweet, Where would you put like, it, hill climb. I don't know. There's there you could do something. <laughs> you definitely could. Uh, it could go like up up 285 and then mm-hmm. over like up into Bailey and over and then down I-70. It could be like a Okay, that would be awesome. Gwin- Guinella Pass Grand Prix. There you go. <laughs> Except then there's like nowhere anybody could watch it. <laughs> like that's a no spectator race. It's just, I guess Spa's kind of <laughs> like that. Spa's kind of like that. Um, but yeah, I would so love to see that. so getting back back to the the um, Grand Prix at hand. So you had an amazing time at the U.S. Grand Prix. It was one of the probably. It could be marked as one of the huge the turning points toward the end of this season, the Max's mm-hmm. final push for his first championship. It was one mm-hmm. of the highest attended US Grand Prix. You just lucked out and had like must have been like one of the best weekends ever. Definitely. Um, what <laughs> other Grand Prix would you like to go to? What would be your what's your like short list of Grand Prix you want to go to? Ooh, that's a great question. Um I I would love to do Silverton. Silverstone in, uh, in UK. Silverstone. Yeah, Silverton. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I would love to do Silverstone. Hmm. I wanted to do the Singapore one, but that got canceled this year. So so bad do I want to go to that. That's like so one cool. of my all time favorites. It's 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 like a you gotta win the lottery to do it, I think though. Yes, totally. I, I I saw that. Um, so my father-in-law's wife is from Malaysia, and they were talking about going to Singapore on their way back to going to Malaysia when they go back to visit her family. And I was like, I would go to Singapore. I've always wanted to go to Singapore, let alone if there's a Grand Prix. And he like looked it up, and it's like a thousand dollars or a thousand whatever to get on the mm-hmm. waiting list. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, it's, oh like, God. ridiculous. It's, like, some ridiculous amounts of money. But that's such a cool track and, like, a night race. And, like, Singapore is just a cool city. I That would be so, like, one of my ones. Me and my dad's favorite, we said, bucket list, before he goes, we're going to go to Spa. That's, like, my, our that's all-time thing. favorite one. But then I would love to go to Monza as well. I think uh, Dan... My uh, he was on he he did the Monaco Grand Prix review with me. He was mm-hmm. at last year's Monza. Um, oh my god! Or, the tw- or not last year's the twenty nineteen Monza. Um, did he, love it? he oh yeah, I mean, Dan's awesome, but uh, yeah, at Monza those kind of like heritage tracks would be so cool. Monaco obviously I think would be a bucket list one, but it, then again it's like all those ones are like okay cool, but do you have a year's salary spent going to a race because it's like they're so expensive. Um, I think Suzuka would be a like everybody says Suzuka would be really cool because the fans are just super awesome and like it's a cool track. Uh, another one that got canceled that I was super bummed that got was off. The, we ha- really didn't have any like of the like classic Asia tracks and yeah. that really bummed me out because they're some me of my too. favorite tracks. Um, uh, well, let's, 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 we, we covered the U S we covered a lot of our dreams and hopes about attending. (laughs) Oh, Montreal would be awesome one to do too. Before Uh, 
because it's it's I a bit super close, too. and they do like a festival and stuff too. I think it's kind of they're like very much like Austin in the sense that they like really embrace the 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 race coming to their town. Um, okay, you want we want let's you do you have time to do Mexico as well? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be quick because what a snoozer. Because what are we going to talk about? <laughs> no, I, I think the the main thing I wanted to say was I was I think I think Mercedes surprised everybody by getting on locking out the front row. Yeah, I was like they really what? did. I was like, I what? love that shows up. It's so and then he he's had a hard time, but <laughs> he's like a, I, I also though, and this is another Botas sympathy corner moment. I swear to God, if Botas didn't have bad luck, he would have no luck at all. Yes, it's true. <laughs> How many pit stops ha- are, is going to get, like, he, first of all, gets spun by Ricardo, which, my goodness, that just. Yeah, that. It's like, it was like my heart was breaking. I was like, you guys, I love you both. Stop. It's like your children are fighting is how I felt. I was like, leave each other alone. <laughs> let let him do good and let him do good. Come on. You're supposed to hit Max. If you're going to hit anybody, hit Max. Exactly. We're not trying to. No one's trying to fight him. Come no. on. I actually don't want Max. I really, really don't want any DNFs, like, for the rest of the season. I don't want it to come down to something that, like, well, he was going to win, but then. And I just want exactly. him to be able to actually race. Or if they crash, they crash into each other. I, but I don't want to see that happen either. But I just don't – I really don't want anything to be like, well, Max really won. Or Lewis really won, but – then they hit, he got crashed, so he would have won, though. Like, I just don't want any of that, like, to get in the way. And I was so excited when they, when they locked out the front row, and then all of my hopes for that, gray, that race <laughs> just evaporated at turn one. I was just like, come on. <sighs> yep. All, all of the action really happened in lap one. It would, and then, and, but then, to, to the credit, like, it was like, uh, when Perez came out with on like what it was like ten fresh ten ten or thirteen lap fresher tires with True. only like ten seconds that he had to make up or something. Oh, after Hamilton. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, he's gonna do that. There is no I was, way. I was fighting myself for sure. And then he held him off. That that showed you what kind of driver. Um. Lewis Hamilton is like why he's oh, yeah. a seven-time world champion, why he's broken all these records. Because if Perez, if Checo was ever going to pass anyone ever, it was going to be right then and there. Like for sure. That speaking of a great event to go to, Mexico City must be freaking awesome. Oh yeah, they I'm sure. He said Perez said that he could hear them in the car every time he'd go through that stadium complex. Whoa! I was like, they mu- that must have just been. They, you know, like 40,000 people with no voices the next day had to, just <laughs> like, like, the other thing that is amazing, so this is the third time Max has won the Mexico Grand Prix, and mm-hmm. two of those three times, he's the, he's the, like, uh, the second news, like, him winning the Grand Prix is, like, overshadowed, so one year, <laughs> Hamilton clinched the world title at Mexico, and so everybody mm-hmm. was like, you know, oh, this one again. I think it was when he won a seventh. It was uh, last year. Uh, okay. And, like, Senna's family was there, and they gave him, like, one of Senna's helmets. And everybody was like, and nobody cared that Max won the Grand Prix. 
<laughs> and then this year, it was the same. Like, nobody gave a shit that Max won the Grand Prix. I mean, people did. But then, like, the first Mexican to stand on a podium in a Mexican Grand Prix, they were losing their, like, he might have well right. won. No. Like, he had the. Yeah. And so I was, I was very happy about that. I was like, of course. Okay. Max is, yeah, like, he, he won. Yeah, whatever. Um, but, uh, <laughs> he, he still didn't get the, the cheers that he deserved <laughs> or didn't oh. deserve. I don't know. I just think that's funny that he like never gets to like celebrate like a Mexican Grand Prix where he's the main focus. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Which is satisfying for me. <laughs> I too, Again, again, it's, he's a cyborg. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So yeah, it's fine. And he probably honestly doesn't care. He's probably like, I feel like he cares about winning. But that's about it. It's like the, cheers, about the cheers do nothing for my data entry points. So I yeah, <laughs> I cannot graph applause. I'm sorry. I can't graph them. So I don't understand them. <laughs> um, uh, the other, let's see. The other news that I saw just before we started recording that will play out. I haven't seen qualifying. I'm going to go qual- watch qualifying. Um, after probably right after this, but Hamilton is going to have to take a five grid penalty for the five grid penalty. Yeah, I did see that, but he was freaking flying during calls. So I haven't seen I, it yet, but I I heard he had a comfortable margin. Yeah, he. I think he's gonna. I would love to see him win. He has Just, to. I feel like gonna be. He rough, has to but... win all the next four in a row to win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Or Max has to DNF, or uh, I mean, he has to at least beat Max. Whether or not I would love it if Norris gets his first win, I still yeah, would I would love. love I would that. love to see Botas get another win. I would love for them to not actually be up front, I, but I do want the world champion. I want it to stay tight. I want him. I want it yeah. to come down to the last race, for sure. But I would. I would love it if. I would love it if they're back in like fifth or sixth one race for some reason. Like I would like love to see them actually have to like battle against other cars and and them not just get blue flags and move out of the way for them but like both of them be stuck in the back i would love that <laughs> yeah i would love to see that as well like yeah like maybe um well so for qualifying that was only for the sprint or does he take the penalty based off of after the sprint race i was just i think thought he just takes after the sprint race too, I can't, I don't know for sure though. Actually, I have to look that up because yeah, like, never, that is a good one. I, don't know. I feel like it's got to be for just the race. Yeah, I would think so too. Or else it's not really a penalty, right? Hmm, that's an interesting question. We'll we'll get we'll report back on yeah. that after the race. Um, who do you think who do who do you think is going to win the world title? The world title. I mean, it's going to be Max. I think really? it's his year. I just think they have the momentum to do it. And I've been kind of curious about Mercedes' strategy these days. Right. They've made some wondrous <sighs> calls. And I mean, but, really, if I'm honest, Max deserves to win the world title. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, think as a season. He's a great driver at the end of the day. Well, and j- do I, I think him? No. Does no. that matter? No. Yeah. But looking objectively at the season, it's Max's world. If you look, we were just looking at the data. Max has eight wins. Lewis has fives. Um, Bo- Lewis both have. I think Max has 
one more DNF than Lewis, and two of their DNFs were caught. Well, two of Max's DNFs were caused by contact between the two of each other. One was caused by Lewis. Um, I think Max has made more errors singularly on him, but then he had the DNF. But if you look at just season-wide performance, I think Max has performed better and more consistently. Yes, I totally agree. I think Lewis has had some more compelling drives and been more fun to watch. And originally I was like, I feel like Mercedes could have taken the title and Max still could have just won the driver's championship. But now I'm kind of just like... You think Red Bull's going to have it? I think Red Bull's going to have it. So you think Red Bull's going to win the constructors and Max is going to win the drivers? I do at this point. And that has changed within the last two weeks. So constructor standings are Red Bull 477.5, Mercedes 478.5. So it's one point deficit. Mm -hmm. And the drivers, what is it, 17? I think something like that, yeah. Um. See, I had it. I had it pulled up, and then it went away. Um, but I, I know, I know for a fact, Lewis has to win or has to beat Max at every race. Yeah, I think he has to win. I, I think he has to win. Oh man, I don't know. Or I like, just don't. I don't know. But every time that I've been like, I don't know if he can do this. He's like, there's like, well, well, now I'm gonna do through. it. That's pressure. Um, okay, I have the numbers. Max Verstappen, 312.5. Lewis, 293.5. Oh, man. I want it so bad. I, I'm i going to say Mercedes is going to win the Constructors' Championship. I, I just have that I, feeling. Perez has been too hit or miss. But he's been on form in the end. But I think Botas really is going to try and finish the, the season strong. Based on that interview, he's a good guy. He's a I would team love, player. I'd love to see him get another win too, before whatever. I um, always want that guy to succeed. He's so nice. He's great. So cool. Did you see his helmet yeah. for this race? For he's a coffee bean. Oh no, I have to see that. Do you speak, oh, yeah. When he did, you know he was in Boulder this summer. He did no. a yeah. He did a race and he went to boxcar. Oh, what the hell? I know. I was like, uh, I was like, please come to Denver. Oh my god. I would lost I would have lost my mind. I would have I can't believe he was a boxer. Yeah. None of those people working definitely would have recognized him. They don't appreciate F one. Like your your voice sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hmm, okay. <laughs> For here to go. <laughs> yeah, uh yes. And he's like he's probably like trying to ask them like questions and like they don't yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, let's see. Anything else? Who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to have Brazil? Brazil? I wanted to say Hamilton. You know what? I'm still going to say Hamilton, though. I think he can go out. He's feeling strong. He's feeling inspired. I'm going to go with it. And I would love to see it with a five-place penalty. I would, too. I think he's going to do it. I think he like he's 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 good at Brazil. He likes Brazil. Uh, the wet, I think the weather could play a part in that, but both are fantastic in the wet. So that's kind of not a, that's not a, an end all be all. They're both fantastic wet weather drivers. And they've showed yeah. that time and time again. Um, ha- if you haven't 
tr- go back and look up the it's either the 2012 or the 2014 Brazil Grand Prix. Max mm-hmm. is one of it's in the wet and Max there's there's like a single lap where Max passes like eight people. It's insane. Oh my god! It was one of the <laughs> it was one of the first like drives where everybody was like, "Holy cow, this guy's gonna be something." He was like he's like 17 and a half, and he's just like, "Bye." <laughs> um, but that was that I. I will give it to Max. He is, I do. I think he. I think. I think he's got it. I'm wishing and hoping and willing with all of my might that he doesn't. I. I want. I think more pressure is on Lewis than on Max. Definitely. Um. This is really like the last concrete, um, for sure shot that that uh, Lewis has. It won't be Max's last chance. No matter what happens this season, he's a world champion at some point. Everybody, I know there's no doubt in my mind on that, but there's no, yeah. there's and, no, and there's multiple. No, oh, at least, I mean, he's yeah. for sure, but there's no for sure saying that Mercedes is going to be on top next year again. There's no for sure saying that that Red Bull, and I think that's why they've concentrated all of their efforts on this season is that like they could be. We could we could see some some shocker where where Alpine is two seconds or three seconds faster than everybody, or Ferrari <laughs> pulls something out of nowhere and is back in the a dominant era or phase too. Um, uh, fun question: What what lower back team would you like to see in series contention next year? Oh my god, lower team. Alfa Romeo, if especially if Botas is going. I, I I mean I want that for Botas. I really, really want Alphatari to do well. Or um I always want I feel like I'm almost they have enough wins happen or like Gasly showing up at least on a podium once. What that a I'm season like, are Gasly's they even had. the bottom tier? Huh? I said, What a season Gasly's had this year. I, know. I feel like it's been he's like fourth or sixth place. Fourth, like he's been right there the, the entire season. He's a good racer, and I feel like he crumbled a little bit under the pressure when he was a Red Bull driver. But now, pressure's off, and he just is like driving so well. Yeah, I think McLaren is going to be. I think I do think Alpine's going to be hot next year. I really think they're going to be fast. Yeah, I'll be curious to see now that Haas has all that money coming in, what they end mm, up doing. Yeah, uh, what they have been doing, hopefully, this whole year. Yeah. Because they've just been, like, hopefully they're at least in the points. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I just want them to have some points. Um, but who knows? Yeah. Um. Well, awesome. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for, like, giving me your time and – um, yeah, of course. I'm sorry it took so long to get this scheduled, but that's okay. That's okay. And we'll glad def- we're here now. We'll definitely have to have you back on the podcast again. Um, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be chatting with you about about Brazil when I uh, after we watch it. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks again so much. <laughs> yes, of course. Thanks Thank everybody uh, for listening. We'll catch you uh, after Brazil for another recap um for on one of the best seasons we've ever had so thanks again em thanks everybody for listening have a good one